to uh, episode two of uh, this podcast that you are listening to now. Hello, how are you? The song what you just heard was called Kitchen Sink Drama by Soft Cell. It's a good song. It's a sweet and adorable little song. Anyway, my name is Matt and the um, degenerate sexual deviant (laughs) sat across from me is called Colby. Oh God, I shouldn't have had you introducing this, should I? I did a brilliant job of introducing this episode. I'll be doing it from now on. <laughs> Shout you. <laughs> Actually, since last week's podcast, we had a few complaints from our millions of fans that I wasn't treating you with uh, the right level of respect. Um, so I'd just like to take this opportunity to apologise. I'm sorry, Godly. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> the, uh, the link between the song and what we're actually meant to be talking about is getting further and further away. <laughs> no, no, because I'm going to bring it back now and it prove be, to you. That's soft sell. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> this is what the fucking podcast called. I'm introducing best. these from now on. <laughs> right. Well, you know what, what I said earlier about me not treating you with respect? I take it back because I hate you. You disgust me. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, was an example of some drama... <laughs> He's pulling it back. Yeah, see, I told you. Bit of tension. And that is kind of similar to what we're going to be talking about this week, which is. Oh, do you want me to say something here? Yeah, I could. could Soap operas. Don't mind. <laughs> Soap operas. Um, you see, the idea of this podcast is that me and you, Cobbly, sit in a room and talk mm-hmm. about some things, which is why this podcast is called. Cobbly and Matt talk about some things while sat in a room. Tentative title. Yes, it'll probably change. Renamed it since last week. Yeah. We thought the old name was cumbersome and unwieldy. Uh, We're which, definitely going places, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. Soap operas. Um, Soaps. I think I know more about actual soap than I do soap <laughs> operas. Yeah. We should have just done this podcast about soap, really, shouldn't we? It's not too late to change. No. What's your favourite soap? Uh, dove. <laughs> That's Which I believe is made of, of real uh, dove's beaks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, though, is it? Well, you know, the thing is, with this sort of thing, no one's actually going to check any of the facts that we present in the show. So I think right. we can get away with it. we just say what we like. Dove beaks. Dove beaks. And if it's not true, dove can sue us, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because the fucking the fucking chairman of Dove is currently listening to this podcast. <laughs> what? <seething>. <laughs> <laughs> well, how dare they how besmirch the good name of Dove soap? 
What's his Slander. name? Slander. <laughs> Jeremiah Dove. Mr. Dove. Well, Mr. Dove, there's a podcast going on at the moment and they're talking about your product. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and not in a good way either. Fetch the lawyers. <laughs> yeah, you say so that you're putting Dove's beaks into your soap. <laughs> you don't do that, do you, Mr. Dove? Um, 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 no, no, of course not, no, no. It's a scandal waiting to happen, isn't yeah. it? We'll edit all that bit out so they can't get us. It'll be fine. <sighs> soap operas, Cobbly. Soap operas. <laughs> what, what, what soap operas have you seen, Cobbly? Yeah, what, what do we actually know about soap operas? Well, <clears throat> I, they're on the telly. They are, and um, they're very popular. I did used to watch soap operas when I was a kid, and then kind of lost interest after Brookside finished. What was, happened at the end of Brookside was someone, everyone massacred in a big gun down. Someone was hung out of a house, and then <laughs> one of the big characters, Jimmy Corkill, just went up to Brookside Close sign and put a D on the end, so it said Brookside Closed, Oh, and then everybody said, drove off. When you put a D on the end, I thought, <laughs> I thought you meant you replaced the B. <laughs> with a D. So it's a duck side, folks. <laughs> yeah, that was and what happened. Forth, the show would become <laughs> largely duck-themed. Well, yeah, well, that's it. All the um, the main cast moved out and basically a, a family of ducks moved in. <laughs> and it yeah. became like a children's show. It's still going. It's still going on uh, CITV. Yeah. You don't even have CITV. Is CITV still going? For the purposes of this, let's just say it is. Duck like, side, duck side duck close. Side close. Is, uh, it's cute. The dialogue is largely incomprehensible. Well, yeah, but it's for very young children, so... I don't think children should be brought up to talk like ducks. I think they should be brought up to talk like people. No, no, it's not teaching children how to talk. It's just cute fucking ducks that quack on what used to be Brookside. Oh, shut up, you fucking pedant. (laughs) I'm annoyed at you now. What the fuck are we talking about? Well, we've concluded that you've watched Brookside. I have not watched yeah. any soap for any length of time ever. I My mum watches Neighbours. What's still now? All the time. She's probably watching it now. Why Why does she like Neighbours? I don't know. Have you ever asked her why? why? Mum? Yes, Matt? Why do you like Neighbours? Fuck off, Matt. No, I've never asked her. What, because you're scared of being told to fuck off by your own mother? I'm a bit scared of that. Yeah. Anyway, stop bringing my family into things. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, sorry. No, I, I, yeah, I, I used to like Brookside because it was um, the, they used to have ridiculous plots. Not not that ridiculous, and I, and I think I think that's why I liked it most because they were like silly, like planes crashing into Brookside. Eh, not planes, helicopters really? crashing into the into the street. Yeah, like n- mad things like that, or like big gas explosions and um, like. But you know, whereas it, stuff like that happens on. Um, Coronation Street, but a lot less frequent than it happened on Brookside, which is why I, I like suppose Brookside. that's the thing with soaps, like, for most of the time, nothing's really happening. It's kind of like this podcast in that respect. <laughs> yeah, and then a big helicopter's just going <laughs> to crash yeah. through my so, apartment at the end of it. Don't go changing, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be interested, I think I'd watch a soap opera if something nuts happened, like there was a... Um, an, an alien abduction from one of like, something, the, yeah, like one of the main cast. Of field. Yeah, just just completely out of nowhere. Just the one of these cast members, just an average Joe, like the mechanic, yeah. is uh, asleep in bed, and there's just a big light, <laughs> and he gets abducted by aliens. And then he comes yeah. back like a couple of days later, and nobody believes that he's been abducted by aliens, and he's convinced because he actually ace. has. 
And he's not going mad. He has actually been abducted by aliens. Yeah, in the continuity of the show. Yeah. 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 That no one believes changes him. the genre of it. And fly, and they could they could pad it out for a good few months where he's like saying that they're coming, they're coming, the aliens are coming and stuff. You know, yeah. I don't know whether they ever would do. Or... And then there's a full-scale invasion of the planet. <laughs> and it becomes a gritty survival drama. I like it. Yeah. You know, this would be easier, right, if I knew the names of any characters in any soap. Come on, you must know some. Don't be a dick. Harold Bishop. Yeah, see. From Off Neighbours. Yeah, I don't know if he's still going. <laughs> he was old. Back in the day, the, the only notable thing about him is that they used to play funny trumpet music whenever he was in. Are you making that up? No, no. We watch Neighbours. Like it's one of them soaps where they've got like four different queued up bits of incidental music that they just plaster yeah. over it. And there's the comedy one. There's the sad one. So this isn't interesting. And there's the Harold just, Bishop. But it is true, you. and that's what you tune into this for. Is the this? truthful podcast. <laughs> that's that's a good name we could call it that <laughs> the truthful podcast yeah, it's true it's not good it's not funny but it is true <laughs> it sounds like the podcast for some like conspiracists <laughs> yeah the truthful podcast or some kind of cult <laughs> yeah um but speaking of which i'm not um above us starting a cult i think um we could get some followers going that's a plot line for a soap right there that already been done by Brookside. Fucking hell! There we I, go. I swear, I swear, there was a cult in Brookside, and um, one of the main characters joined the cult, went nutty, and ended up committing suicide by gassing himself in a car. Do they wear like funny hats and that? I don't think. I don't think it was. It was that. But yeah, they've already done it. Sorry, Matt. Good old Brookie, eh? Yeah. Good old Brookie. See, told you. So basically, if it was up to us to make a soap. We would basically not have it as a soap at all, but just something else. It would be a sci-fi, um, yeah. a sci-fi drama. Tell me about your childhood memories. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you about my childhood memories. <laughs> I do remember um, when I was in primary school, I went to my mate mm. Alex's house to play with his Transformers. That wasn't a euphemism. We were only eight. That is not. That would not be appropriate. That's getting cut. <laughs> um, Alex's mum, she was a Coronation Street watcher, and what amused me was that she gave lyrics to the uh, the theme tune of Coronation Street. I remember you telling me this. Yeah, the lyrics being Coronation Street, Coronation Street, Coronation Street. Well, Matthew, Coronation Street. Matthew, that's not good enough. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to sing I'm it. Not doing. Not doing the song. You are. Just imagine the theme tune. <laughs> no, how did it go? I'm not doing it. I want you to imagine yourself there. You, you're going to see Alex. You've got your Transformers. This is difficult for me. Corey comes on. What, was she just sat on the sofa on her own? She, when I saw her, she like stood up. It's like operatic. <laughs> like, a, like a national anthem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go on. I'm not doing it. <laughs> she did. I'm not doing it. Come on, it's half seven. Alex's mum stands up and out of nowhere. Coronation Street. Coronation Street. Coronation Street. Oh, I forgot the lyrics. What did you do to them? What did you do then? Were you embarrassed? Did you, did you look at Alex? Well, Was Alex embarrassed? He was a very strange boy. Not like me. He wasn't normal like me. 
Also, so he was a strange boy, but his mum was fucking fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're eight, you don't notice when stuff is weird, though, do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have noticed I just that that was took a bit it in weird. my style. So she sings the so theme tune to Coronation Street. Must be what people it's do. Sort of Curry. Yeah. I imagine my mum sings the theme tune to Neighbours, which doesn't work as well given the song. <laughs> the show's actually have. got lyrics. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite as insane. It'd be is better it? if they changed all the lyrics to just Neighbours. Neighbours, 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 neighbours. I'd like to say I'd watch that, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd watch the theme. Sheet. I might watch it on YouTube. Yeah, the the, the opening the title credits. Sequence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all downhill from the title sequence. <laughs> I've been to um, Granada Studios. Oh yeah, I went there. I don't remember much about it though. It was for the uninitiated. This is a place in Manchester where the uh, Granada <clears throat> is based. Yeah, it was basically like a small theme attraction thing built around yeah. the Coronation Street set, where you could go and there was rides. Do you remember the Robocop ride? Yeah, I think so because I remember having to queue for about fifteen years yeah. to get into it, and just, it was just a truck, a buggy. Yeah, <laughs> there's no. It's not just a buggy. It was the fucking Robocop ride, Matt. And you took a ride with Robocop on his motorbike thing. I hate Robocop. Why do you hate Robocop? I hate him. Oh, what's wrong with Robocop? Someone should shoot that fucker. The, well, some people did. I know people that would, <laughs> that would kill you for remarks like that. Have you ever that, seen was, that sounded like a veiled threat. <laughs> We're going to do get your mate Robocop to come and get me. <laughs> it's, a good, it's good, Robocop. The Robocop ride was good anyway. And you must have liked it a little bit to queue up for it that long. Boring. Anyway, the point of you mentioning that is that that is where the actual sets of Coronation Street are, right? <clears throat> yes, basically, yeah. And you could just wander around the set when presumably they weren't filming. Or maybe yeah. when they were filming. Maybe we were just being used as extras on the cheap. You know, we had to pay. Fucking hell, where's my royalty check? Well, exactly. We've got to look into that. Yeah. I do remember they had a bit where they had roofs of various houses, presumably, for when they do their suicide scenes. <laughs> of which there are many. Well, if you lived in Coronation Street, you'd probably kill yourself. No. <laughs> I'd just go to work as normal, I think. Yeah. I'd just try and avoid people. Yeah. Did you enjoy your time in Coronation Street, the real place? Yeah, it was all right. I can't really remember. I was really young. I can't really remember. I remember the Robocop ride. That was good. Right. So, <laughs> our most prevalent memory from the Coronation Street uh, set... Is that it had a Robocop ride? Is, is yes, is the memory of, a, of a, r- a ride themed around a Hollywood film. Is that in continuity, that Robocop ride? No, I don't think so. No, it was. I don't mean in the continuity of Robocop. I mean, <laughs> is Coronation Street in the continuity of that show next door to a Robocop I ride? I don't think the, the video, it was like one of those 3D cinema things. I don't think it was Robocop right, racing around the streets of Corrie. Shouting at cast members, <laughs> although that would be pretty good, actually. It's another good idea for a soap if mm. we do one. Put Robocop in yeah, it. I think any soap be a, would be better I think, Matt, if be, you put Robocop in yeah, it. Yeah, but there'd be copyright problems with that, wouldn't there? Don't matter, no one's going to watch. We could just have like a robot policeman. And yeah, call him, him Robo Policeman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would definitely avoid that. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> What's all this yeah, he down? Could, he could be dressed like just a traditional uh, 60s British cop. Yeah, but he's like all made of metal. Yeah, we should do that. Stop, thief. 
If I was designing a robot, I'd give it a Cockney accent. Yeah. What's all we say? Always. Yeah. These things are important, goddammit. They are. They are. Your dad's a big soap fan, isn't he? I know you've said your mum is, but I know I know for a fact that your dad is. Can we not talk about this, please? <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. You're always bringing my dad into it. It's because he's, he's an interesting man. Because <laughs> he, he, he got obsessed with... Um, he did get a little bit obsessed with... A, um, that guy out of EastEnders, um, yeah. Dirty Den, wasn't Barry, it? Barry, yeah, something no, like Barry, that. No, Barry, Barry, that was Barry it. From Barry from EastEnders, Barry from yeah. EastEnders. And yeah, he, he was to, well, he was bang into old Barry. He had t-shirts and everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, do we have to talk about this? Yeah. Well, you, well yeah. Let me know. Yeah. You got a bit. <laughs> you got a bit obsessed with uh, Barry from EastEnders. You know Barry, Barry from EastEnders. Like you said, he had all the merchandise and stuff, and I think he had an autographed tie. You know the Barry tie. That tar- yeah. Barry did that. Thing. His little face on the, Barry, on the big yeah. bit at the bottom of the tie. Everyone, you got everyone was wearing them. Remember him? Yeah. yeah, he got it signed. Yeah, he had a signed one, but I don't think he ever met him in person. Right. So I think he must have bought it from somewhere. Connected from somewhere. Internet auction site or oh. something. But he got so obsessed that he, what he ended up doing was like sneaking onto the set of EastEnders. <laughs> like, this is honestly true, right? He would, he would like hide, in, you know, it sounds stupid when I say it back, but he actually did hide in the bushes like in front of Barry's house. <laughs> and those naps so last year where you can actually see my dad in the hedges like creeping around you could just see his little the top of his head outside barry's house anyway uh he ended up being thrown off the set the police got involved it was a bit bit embarrassing harassment wasn't it yeah but he kept like leaving him like notes (laughs) scented notes yeah like petals on them so yeah that's uh that's the thing is he still into barry now he's out of prison (laughs) um or is he kind of can't cool down because of the injunction? I think, I think he's learned to keep it bottled up, but I think this it's like with your first love. You're just never gonna <laughs> never gonna truly get over Barry. No. no Barry ma- from East End. No matter how many injunctions they put on they put on him. It's it's uh to be honest, look, his life's a mess, mate. He's le- he's led an interesting life, your uh, your old Sure pops. has. Sure yeah. has. Mm. Anyway, inspired by last week's podcast. I have decided to introduce a regular segment in the show because I thought it went really well when we did it last time, so I'm going to bring it back. I can't remember anything of the last fucking podcast. The regular segment I'm now going to do, and it's going to be brilliant, mm. and as long as you play along with it, don't don't be rubbish. You have to be good. Mm. It's called the Cobbley's Dreams section segment. <laughs> yes. What, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you if you've had any dreams about soaps, and then you're going to tell me what those dreams were. Well, right, so you're going to... Right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Cobbley's Dream segment. Cobbley, have you ever had any dreams about soaps? Just one. <laughs> well, I'm doing it. I was kind of just... Well, this sofa that I'm sat on now, This I've got like a circular spinny sofa. I was just sat on it and... Uh, um, Emmerdale was on on television, and I got I got up and made some um, banana milkshake. Nesquik. That's the end of the Cobbley's Dream section well, segment. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's good that I think that went well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely uh, do this. I think people every time. people are going to be clamouring after that. Yeah, clamouring to the uh, off uh, button, the escape button. It's so cynical. 
the fucking power off button. People, you know, you, you put yourself the, down, Cobby. Thrusting the laptops out of the window, through the window. I think people are interested in what you've been dreaming about. And I know you hate yourself, but I think you should stop putting yourself down. You need some self-esteem. That's a story for another podcast. Oh, Cobby's got all sad now. Yeah, there's a tear, a tear rolling down my cheek. So, Matthew... I didn't want this to get so somber. No, well... This is terrible well, entertainment. Well, you did start talking about me hating my life. This is awful. I know. It's pretty... What's yeah. happened to this podcast, Connor? <laughs> <laughs> Changing the subjects. If you could live in any soap opera world, Matt, any soap universe, because oh. none of them cross over, which, which one would you live in and why? Oh, that is a fascinating question. Yeah. Not least because I don't know anything about any of them. No. I know. I live in the Neighbours universe because that universe has incidental music. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like that funny trumpet music to play whenever I did something wrong. There's another thing I've noticed about Australian <laughs> soaps is that they seem to have dream sequences whereas like British soaps don't have... You know, like, whereas the characters will have like a flashback or be right. sleeping... Or, like, the dog will be sleeping and the dog will be fucking dreaming about something. What? Honestly, that's happened in Hank Home and Away. Fantastic. <laughs> the dog remembers a thing. It was, so, it was something like, what's, what's, Skipper, what's Skipper thinking of right now? <laughs> Honestly. And he was, oh, like, lying on, lying on the mat like that and it just, like, went into a dream sequence of the fucking dog. So, I'm sure that's a well-known spin-off series. I'm sure that's a well-known thing. Maybe. Maybe. I'd watch it. Skipper the dog. It probably wasn't called Skipper. I was just... Skippy. Do a show yeah. called that? I think that's already been done, Matt. Yeah, that, that was a soap opera about a fucking kangaroo, wasn't it? Could it talk? Yeah. Hello, it's me, <laughs> Skippy. Yeah, you it, seem to be in some danger. It didn't have a fucking Australian accent. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> it had a slightly morose British accent. Well, you know, it's not easy being a kangaroo. Did you ever watch Skippy the Bush Kangaroo when you were a kid? I must have done, because otherwise I <laughs> couldn't have pulled that out of nowhere. Does that count as a soap? <laughs> I don't know. We're I imagine of, it is an accurate of... depiction of Australian life. <laughs> what, dancing with kangaroos and running around with them? and them crazy Aussies. Do you want me to do an Australian accent? I'm good no. at accents. No. Hello, I'm from Australia. <laughs> what about you, Cobbly? You have to live in a fictional universe of a soap. Which one? Yeah. Go! Probably just be Broxard, I think. It's boring. How is it boring? What, do you want me to pick some fucking American 50s soap opera that I don't even know the name of? Yeah, that would be good. Right, okay. That. Yeah. <laughs> Are you happy now? I'm delighted. I fucking like the 50s. And well, you got the stupid hair for it. Am I right? Or am I right? <laughs> Speak for yourself, Matt. It's true. Probably, uh, I can dish it out, but I can't take it. No. Ow. I notice uh, you've got a bit of a beard going down as well nowadays. Uh, for the listeners at home, I've got a beard now. Going down. Going down. <laughs> Nowadays. A lot, lot of uh, facial hair in soaps, I, mm. I imagine. <laughs> We've completely run out of things to talk about, haven't we? We really have. Well, we clearly don't have anything else to talk about, Matthew. We've ran out of things to say, Cobbly. Again, dangerously undercutting. We might as well just end it here, really, haven't we? You're probably right, Cobbly. So, how do we fill this last few minutes of dead air? Well, last week... What we did, if you remember, it was a long time ago last week, was we taped something off ITV and just stuck that at the end mm. and hoped that no one would really care or notice. So what I think we should do, and I've just thought of this now, is that again. Right. Is there a soap on tonight? Uh, let me just have a look. Let's see. Soap opera, soap opera. 
Oh, here's one. Here we go. There's one called Licorice Crescent on oh, tonight. I've heard of that. I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, just shove the last few minutes of that on. Be all right, won't it? Yeah, should work. Okay. Okay, so that means you and me are finished talking about some things for this week. Mm, yeah. I- I've enjoyed myself with you. Yeah. The, the time of my life. <laughs> sounds sincere enough, Matt. I think we've reached new levels of sincerity in this week's I think, episode. I think we have. Let's uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Don't you call can, yourself cobbly. You can go home. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. to say Shirley you now have my undivided attention when I'm with you it feels like time itself stands still oh Trent you do say the most romantic things how much longer do we have darling I want to caress every part of you hold you in my arms don't think about that it'll be hours before he gets home he always works late on a Friday and all that traffic mm. oh, but, oh, but if if only we'd met five years sooner, you wouldn't have married that... That brute. It's always in the back of my head, Shirley, the way he treats you. I, I would worship you if you were mine. I'd, I'd do anything. We could we could go anywhere, you and I. Fresh start. I, I don't know why you don't just leave him. I can't leave him, Trent. You, you don't know what he's like. He'd find us. He'll never love you like I do, Shirley. Mm, I know, Trent. I love you with all of my heart. More besides... <laughs> Much more. <laughs> He'll never do this like I can. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Oh my god, he's home. He must have taken the afternoon off. Christ, what, what are we going to do? I can't, I can't believe this is bloody happening. Quick, hide the wardrobe. Quickly. Shh. I know. I love you. Darling? Darling, are you here? Ferris, I... I... Hello! You're probably wondering why I'm not at work. I I, I say, have you been dressed like that all day? Put some clothes on, woman. I have the most wonderful news. Why... why are you not at work? Ah, my dearest, allow me to explain. Oh, but first I'll take my jacket off. Uh, Bloody warm, isn't it? Not the wardrobe. Oh, that old wardrobe! (laughs) No need, no need. I shall be putting it back on again momentarily. Oh, good. You see, I've taken the afternoon off work because the house is getting bulldozed. What? Have you got cloth in your ears, woman? I'm bulldozing down the house. Never liked it. Never liked anything in it. Time for a change. Bulldozing the house? Right. Don't act so surprised. We've spoken of it often enough. Our dream, our fresh start on the wreckage of our dilapidated home and everything inside. I shall build anew our own little piece of paradise. We can bring our children into the world and host cocktail parties until sunrise. And I'm doing it all because I love you, Shirley. What about all of our things, our paintings, your mannequin dummy collection? Oh, to hell with all of that. We're leaving our old lives behind us. Let's be rid of this place. Chop, chop, won't be long now. The wrecking balls are already outside, poised to finally put pain to this old place. I, I'll need 
To get ready, you wait outside while I get changed. Oh, there's no shame between husband and wife. And the builders don't mind. They've seen it all before. I'll just, uh, grab your gown from the wardrobe. Uh... Oh, screw the gown. Come, my love. Let's be off. Off, I say. But Ferris, I, uh, oh... Mm. What? What is it, darling? Um, no, nothing. Nothing. Oh, tell you what, I wish that new headmaster would get off my back. Ah, uh, give him a chance, Arnold. I swear to God, if I've got to go through that rigmarole again, I'll give him a crack in the lug hole. Ah, oh, come on, you and I both know you ain't going to hit the new headmaster, Arnold. You want to bet on that? Yeah. And I've got enough problems with little Dave messing around in IT, changing a bloody desktop background to that bloody cartoon llama. I'll tell you, Frank, between him and the new headmaster, I'm going to crack. Look, none of us like what happened with the old headmaster, Mr Tenderleaf disappearing like that without even a word of a goodbye to us or his family. It's been a right old mess, and I'm sure this new guy, Mr. Ardcastle, is just trying to put his own stamp on the school. Don't smell right to me, Frank. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Mr. Ardcastle had something to do with Mr. Tenderly's mysterious disappearance. There's something about that Ardcastle. Now, now, Arnold, you're being ridiculous. You think so? I'll tell you what, when I was in his office just now, you know what he had on his desk? What? Tenderleaf's glasses. Tenderleaf never went anywhere without his glasses. Poor beggar couldn't have even walked out of the room for bumping into something he was that short-sighted. I'll tell you, Frank, something ain't right, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Now, get yourself into trouble, Arnold. Here, you just watch my back. All right, Frank. Would you just look at those machines? Such craftsmanship! Such beauty and destruction! What do you think, darling? You've been awfully quiet. Not getting all sentimental, are you? But, Trent... What was that? You're, you're such a gent. I suppose I am, darling. I suppose I am. <laughs> oh, Shirley, why? Why wouldn't you just tell him? Portrait. The Licorice Crescent returns next Thursday at the usual time, 7pm, where there's something amiss at Trent's funeral, and Cindy gets more than she bargained for at the garden centre. Coming up next, do the planets align in your favour? It's Jalapeno Craig in Astrology to You. Let's have a podcast, listen to a podcast, here is a podcast, listen to a podcast, let's have a podcast, listen to a podcast, here is the Podcast, 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 podcast.